tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Alright guys, welcome to a very impromptu emergency Suicide Saturday podcast. It is a swap cast with some of your favorite podcasts coming together. We we had a big tinfoil hat podcast uh, show today in St. Louis. St. Louis, you showed up and rocked and we were nice enough to have people Join us. Uh, we are in my hotel room doing a very special episode. Joining us is one of my favorite people on the planet. He's got a great podcast. It's called Conspiracy From. The one and only fucking Jeffrey Wilson, everybody. Damn, dude. Thank you, my man. Sam Tripoli, the place to be. It was awesome over at Helium, dude. That was uh, a little out of my element, but the you love crushed. was... The, the, that love was definitely there, dude. And I want to thank you for allowing me to jump on the horn and uh and do the damn thing dude and you know with with today being today dude suicide saturday I, you suicide know we're sitting here saturday, kind of post no. post show chilling and we definitely needed to jump on and just at least have a conversation about this day because joining wow. us as well is uh, a, a guy who did my podcast recently changed the way i see some shit uh was super excited that he was nice enough to come down and Join us. He's got the stand-up bug. We'll get in a little bit of that. Uh, he's the Christian whistleblower. Please welcome Jeffrey Daughtry, everybody. How are you, dude? Hey, Sam, Jeffrey. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's always an honor and a privilege to be with real pros like yourselves. And today, Sam, you said, made a statement that I think will prove itself over time, that this is one of those days like 9-11. This is one of those watershed days where people are going to look back and say, okay, this is the day I woke up. And just for the record, let me state that even though we are in Sam Tripley's hotel room, we are all fully clothed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there will be no video to prove this, so I disagree. <laughs> I was going to say, I need to go ahead and Nuts make some the butts, as my fucking Dean Del Rey friend always says. Uh, we are, and, and who is who's doing our audio? Ken Calcaterra, dude. I'm an exceptional freaking visual artist. Ken Calcaterra, um, Conversations with Calcaterra. Shout out your website, my man, if you don't mind. KenCalcaterra.com. Yeah, how do you spell that? Because we're all retarded. I flung first grade. I can say that word. I am retarded. C-A-L-C-A-T-E-R-R-A. Thank you, Ken. We appreciate it. Awesome, awesome production quality. This guy, you know, really locked down the city of St. Louis, man. A lot of bands, a lot of, you know, local artists, local heavy hitters, man. Ken Calcaterra, regional Emmy winner as well. Great friend of mine for many years, man. I'm thanking him for throwing this together. Uh, he came through the show tonight, yeah. but since he is a professional like he is, also brought the gear so we can be doing this here in the room tonight, though. Shout out to my man, Ken, dude. So uh, this is obviously a very important uh, podcast. You guys have been calling for it. We had to get to St. Louis, so here we are. We're in the mix. Uh, today, I, I said this before. I said that there will come a day where it will be like 9-11, where you had September 10th, one reality, September 11th, 
another reality. And even though it wasn't quite what the event, the instant that the, the situation I thought was going to be, which was going to be the release of Hillary Clinton's uh, uh, snuff film that we've talked about. I feel like today compared to yesterday, like what's today? August 10th, August 9th was one reality. And then August 10th, we are in a different reality. I think this is the greatest red pill moment in conspiracy history. And you I mean, called it on our podcast sure. that I just did with you. You said one day in August it's going to be the, the 8th or 9th, whatever you said. The next day it's going to be the 10th and it'll be a whole new world. Sam Tripley, you called it. Thank, I mean, like, you know, Jeffrey, you've been getting this a lot that we, we called all this shit. I think you only see it as this kind of incredible call if, you know, you we haven't been watching this play for out for a while. This This was in the cards. But dude, I, as I'm laying in bed, man, my phone just blows up. Of just people like, man, you called it, you called it. I didn't call shit, man. We all knew this. This is like, hey, the sun's gonna come up tomorrow because we knew. Just recognizing the depth of 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 Jeffrey Epstein and all that he's involved with, dude. Like we know this goes beyond, you know, Bill Richardson, the you know governor of New Mexico, former U.S. ambassador. I mean, th- this this encompasses so much, dude. And it's almost we all knew he had to die. There's no way that this guy could be allowed to live and go and testify because of the depth of the evil that encompasses this well, whole Epstein thing. We're going to get a little bit into that, but there's assumptions by you Uh-oh. that he is dead. And we're going to get into that because... For sure, for sure. There is some shit. They came out immediately. That he may not be dead. Yeah. And there's as much evidence saying he might be still alive as there is that he is dead. I mean, we have one picture... Of this guy. Let's set the scenario up, okay? So, as you know, there was a blackout in New York City. And the joke amongst everyone, even people who didn't believe in conspiracies, was the Clintons were trying to kill this motherfucker. And it was a running joke. And then we find out seven days later that there was actually an attempt on his life during that fucking blackout. Blackout. I mean, we had, we had called this shit. We had told you how important this is. I had told you that this shit has been. I mean, like, dude, it is playing out the exact way we wanted it to, or we thought it was going to. In terms of like, when Hillary has an email which states. We have to stop this motherfucker. If he gets elected, we're all going to be hanging from fucking nooses. This is what she was talking about. This Jeffrey Epstein shit. Because she knew that Jeffrey Epstein and fucking Trump were at war. Over what? Over a real estate deal that, and when they never gave you the details of, you remember they were flown out because everything was about Trump's, financials well like what is it how much money does he really have and how he's fighting them getting out and people are fighting getting them out and i always said well i think there's probably something there and then it came out that the Deutsche bank is that how you pronounce it Deutsche bank. Deutsche. Deutsche bank fucking gave him a loan they should have gotten and they never told you what that loan was for until after the arrest and the loan was basically for a real estate deal that fucking trump backdoored epstein on 
And he bought it. Epstein got pissed. And Epstein was like, hey, dude, I'm going to fucking let everybody know you're broke, motherfucker. And that's where the investigation of Epstein's fucking pedophilia starts. Trump. Can actually, I ask a question? Yeah. Does this point to a breakdown in the efficiency of the dark left or the dark state that they staged this blackout in New York? They can't get the job done the first time. And then I guess even when Epstein is at the time where he, they said there yeah. was an attempt yeah. made, but they didn't get him that time. And they got to do another thing here. It took them twice to get him. Are they breaking down in their efficiency as the mm. Clinton killing machine uh, low on oil? <laughs> That's a great question, dude. I mean, that that is the assumption that it has to all that deal is, with the yeah. Clintons or the Trumps. This is I mean, the. Epstein and his existence belies a very deep, deep, deep that goes beyond the narrative that we normally talk about. The right, left, you know, I, I can say, you know, I'm going to write a book. It's all wrestling one day. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker in WrestleMania. We want to couch, couch it in this binary thought process. But at the end of the day, dude, this rabbit hole goes so much deeper than this. This has been going on for decades. This gets into, yeah, I mean, just some very esoteric stuff, man, going back to... I mean, you know, dude, Project Paper this Clip, is more you know, than Jack decades, Parsons bro. And, I mean, yep. it, it goes very, very deep. Man. I mean, I mean, like it is decades when you put. But I mean, there's a good chance that Woodrow Wilson was blackmailed. Well, we know that he was blackmailed. You were on that, you were on that swap cast. Yeah, where he some had study, studious history. Shit 1913. Right there, we're talking about the, you know, these this cabal that is still powerful today. Giving, making us have the Federal Reserve. We were we were a part of the Swabcast with James Corbett talking about World War One. It was called the Milner Group, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. For everyone who wants to talk about conspiracies, aren't possible. You're talking about literally the same amount of people almost we have in this room: three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight guys that literally engineered a war over the course of several years that killed twenty million plus people. So people who don't think like there are just selective engineers of society dude history proves otherwise i mean dude just take a look at our our, our media right now we have four people four groups that own 99 percent of the media four people it is not that hard to control the message when you own everything when you take meetings in la they're like what we're looking for you know who we are the fucking bosses that told them Hire these fucking people. I mean, it's not that. Dude, Sinclair Media. I love how that fucking story got swept under where that one company that, and I always said, the real damage is done on a, on a local news level. That's where a lot of the propaganda is being done at. And you know that that most of those local news stations are owned by one giant corporation. Well, and we saw that in that clip from yeah. Sinclair Media. Yeah. We're literally from the, your, your national bigger markets to your lowest markets that literally were regurgitating the very same narrative and the very same uh, story. And they were literally just reading from the same script. If you saw that video, it broke it down into like every different kind of local venue. And it was, you know, again, and you know, I say this oftentimes in the show and I'll repeat it again, man. Once you control the narrative, you thusly control people's perceptions of what's going on. And like we said, when you have very few companies Owning so much of what we see, whether it's internet or TV or periodicals, you know, newspapers, they're controlling the narrative and thusly controlling how we perceive the world. Right. Unless you go a little deeper with what we do. And of course, we're crazy. Cons That's why theorists. our podcasts are so important. Yeah. Guys like us that aren't bought, guys like us that won't be bought, bringing it from the heart, from the mind 
for real. We got to keep going. You got to keep supporting these podcasts. And I think, folks, we are just getting started. The next five years, maybe the most exciting half decade in hundreds of years to be alive. And I'm glad to be alive with Sam Tripoli. And my boy Jeffrey Wilson, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Man, well, boom. And Ken. Yeah, Ken. Ken Calcaterra, baby. Visual storyteller. I mean, honestly, after days like today, Sam, you said it, man. In one of your tweets, I follow you all the time, of course. You're my boy, dude. This was a mass red pill what they people got hit with today, man. There's just no doubt about it. Yeah, it is the I again we'll say again, it is the greatest red pill moment of all time because the narrative, the narrative had gotten away from the powers that be. And here's the thing, dude. If they, if they could shut down the internet without completely exposing that they're doing it to control us, they would do that. The facade is everything. The facade of freedom of choice is everything. Once that goes away... They're they're fucked. So it's got to be incremental that they. But take bro, it away. look look what just happened, man. Even before the El Paso shooting, the FBI and I mean I, I don't know if everybody's seen this actually verified, but the FBI put out a statement of anybody on on eight chan, anybody with certain conspiracy theories are potential domestic terrorists. And I can vouch for everyone in this room. Any, we're, we're not going to fucking engage in any terrorist activity. Yeah. We're just trying to exchange ideas and critically think. I'm a terrorist think. of love. But, but there's... But exactly, bro. That is I'm trying to do all night long. But we so are going to blow some shit up. We're going to blow this dominant paradigm up. Let's be yeah. And that's what that. I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but look at what happened, dude. After the FBI released that statement and about 8chan, et cetera, look what happened. The El Paso shoot ha- shooting happened. And he was supposedly had released his manifesto on 8chan, which was not true. He originally fucking posted that shit on Instagram, but this this weaponization of kind of this this kind of false information, and now creating people like you, Sam, the fucking tinfoil hat podcast, me, the conspiracy farm podcast. We are some potentially now domestic terrorists. I mean, this is some Orwellian shit, dude. Yeah. The thought police is on us and trying to hijack how you're supposed to think and what is supposed to be good or bad for you as a grown ass adult. Well, also take a look at the use of Yahoo. It's a very interesting. Uh, uh, a brand that seems to be breaking this conspiracy news. And for me, if you go, why is Yahoo exactly. doing this? Well, Yahoo is a brand like MySpace that had a lot of clout that has no clout right now. And if you take a look at Google, you take a look at Facebook, you take a look at Apple. These are these are brands that have humongous fucking I mean, they're 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 worth a lot of money and they've been maybe not Apple in this instance, but YouTube, like Google, Facebook taking huge, huge shots right now financially from engaging in uh, kind of uh, this this move to uh, demonize conspiracy theorists like it's cost them. Billions of, of th- I mean, Netflix is another one. Took, I mean, a hundred and fifty thousand subscribers they've lost, dude. That's billions of do- dollars that we're talking about, dude. So why is suddenly Yahoo doing it? Well, Yahoo is done. It's stuck. It, it stick a fork in it, but it still has name credibility. So now you have Yahoo putting out everything. So people stop listening or doing anything with Yahoo. Guess what? Nobody was doing it anyways. When you see someone with a Yahoo email, you go, what the fuck is wrong with you? You have a Yahoo email. It's like, it's very specific why this thing comes out of Yahoo. They did, they did a, a, a podcast that pissed me off. Conspiracy land. 
pissed me off for yes, two reasons. That's One, it, is, yeah. it was obvious propaganda. Yes. Two, is they took the coolest name for a podcast, Conspiracy <laughs> yeah, Land. Right. Like, it that's was, a cool-ass like fucking it. name. I like the Conspiracy Farm way better, but I feel you do. It's almost like Candyland and shit. But no, I mean, exactly. I mean, we, we had this conversation off-air and shit. I mean, we could breach it, but it's just like... As much as they tried to demonize conspiracy stuff, even going back to like, you know, whatever progenitors of it, Alex Jones, et cetera, et cetera. Man, we're just critically thinking, man. We're just going against the grain on what's actually being spoken out there in the mainstream media. And they try to weaponize that. Look what happened to fucking Julian Assange. Dude, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't a Russian fucking hack. It wasn't a Russian any of that shit. It was this cat. His name was Seth fucking Rich. Yeah. He was a Democratic operative for many years and happened to be working for them. And through through the digital forensics, we know it wasn't a hack. So the fact that people keep you know perpetuating that bullshit, we know it was just a leak through you know a, a jump drive or whatever it was. But I mean, you know, we just double down on horse shit. But I'm telling you, man, things like today, we're just slowly, slowly. Uh, Breaking the ceiling, dude. On the people who were just like, no, there's no way this could be happening. There's no way Pedo Gate could be real. There's Papa no mine's way. like champagne bottle. Did you? So what? Sam and Jeffrey, how the hell does a guy in a federal holding facility, top notch surveillance, crack security, on suicide watch, how the hell does he kill himself? Welcome to that's the big puzzle. The, the same way a fucking 36th president of the United States could be had his head blown off in broad fucking daylight, sitting next to his wife, throwing back to the left, and then saying it was a shot from the back. It's the same way a building falls at free fall speed, you know, with things called pillars that are there specifically to stop all that. That's how it happens. But this is even in more insane than anything else. Because, I mean, like... You're talking about a man in a fucking supermax facility with people who are paid to make sure this does not happen. Because he just tried to do it a week or two before. Just think about how brazen this is. Like, this has to be like, fuck it. We know this got this is going to have the worst optics ever. I mean, besides a guy running a pedo island, worse optics than that, man, but we got to fucking do this. And like, here's the thing that we've been talking about. I say everybody watch for this facility and start watching for how many people get suicided at this fucking facility. And now the whole thing is like people, th- I mean, dude, cause they get wit- they get rid of witnesses all the time. Dude, look at what's been going on in the New York police department for the last, what? Year, year yeah. and a half. The the police officer who apparently saw the 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 Wiener laptop, yeah, and was Dad. so grossed out he wound up dying. And all these different upper echelon New York detectives, et cetera, et cetera, killed themselves. This guy on the the dance floor in Austin, Texas, who was in among other things investigating white collar crimes and in, in in finance stuff, including the uh, Clinton Foundation. He kills. He shoots himself on a dance floor in Austin, Texas. Like, yeah, no video of that anywhere. Well, and they said specifically, like, everybody shut your phones down. Like, nobody, you know, and you don't even, his, this particular individual, his sister was also implicated and indicted for a murder for hire scheme in New York City, but whatever. The, the, the link between these people who have seen and been exposed to the laptop with Wiener and just what's going on in the New York Police Department in general. And then, I mean, come on, dude, something, something is afoot here because we got our dude. I mean, and, 
I, fuck, man. We talk about it all the time. There is a black market network of economy that goes through this country and throughout the world. It's people. It's people's body parts. It's guns. It's drugs. And this is exactly what we're dealing with right now, like child trafficking, human trafficking. This is a global fucking network, dude. This is in the billions and trillions of dollars, and it's been that way. And this individual, Jeffrey Epstein, though he might be removed, there was another person to fill his place. And that's why I always, that's why I said today that Jocelyn Maxwell, yeah. she better be watching her six because oh, she was dude. right behind this dude. Jeez. But for every Jeffrey Epstein dude, there's another one to pop up. But we have to get, dude. It's not just this dude in his own particular proclivity with young women or whatever dude this was a fucking global network that went from politics to hollywood to sports you fucking name it dude sandusky yeah. or whatever was at yeah. Penn state yeah. it's just scratching the surface dude this is global uh do you guys remember there was a uh something came out that said that there was a hundred million dollar uh fucking bounty on jeffrey epstein's head Think about that. Guys, this, to me, this reeks of either desperation or brilliance. Yeah, maybe or both. Or a combination of the two, absolutely. You can be both brilliant and desperate in these things. I mean, and I know everybody, I, I wouldn't doubt if Hillary's like, I would love to take credit for this. I'd love to put this on my body count. <laughs> I, 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 there is a chance... This is above her. What if this is another another part of the art of the deal playing out? Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing. There as far are, as what? What do you mean? What do you, what that's you mean? a Trump reference, right? Oh, okay. It's a Trump reference. Yeah. I mean, these two we just finished speaking before, or was it during the podcast or before we went on that Trump and Epstein were at war? Yeah. Trump sees Epstein as an asset. Okay, Jeffrey, you've been sitting there chilling for a while. You know that we're at each other's throats. Let me come to you, and I'm just speculating. Let me come to you and say, hey, look. You're in a bad space, Jeffrey. How about if you give me a bunch of information that I want, and maybe we disappear you and you go back to an island somewhere. Of course, you're dead as far as the world knows. Or is it Hillary Clinton in the long arm of Bill and Hillary? I did not kill that man. Something like that. Well, I mean, it's very... First of all, how funny are all those fake Twitter accounts that were like, you know, hey, sorry to hear about the upcoming suicide of my good friend, you know, and then all of a sudden plays out. It's very interesting. A lot of people want to say, we'll get into the Trump a a uh, angle real quick, but I want to kind of talk about like, there's another player in this that nobody's talking about, and that's Queen Elizabeth, yes. and that's a real what? ass shit. Potentially, dude. for sure, because wow. uh, uh, Prince... Uh Prince uh, Andrew, no, Eric? or Prin Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew was named by Epstein. Yes. Uh, which one was it? One of the princes. Andrew. Andrew. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. Dude, Andrew. that's mm -hmm. some real shit right there. You don't fuck with mama's that's fucking the family. Old and that's I mean, and that's just scratch. I mean, and those guys have been doing dirt for such a hot minute, dude. Oh, uh, I mean, dude, they were found guilty in a court of law of of ten, I believe they're native Canadian children, disappeared, and they're the reason they're gone. Found guilty. A guy went to go arrest her, they fucking seized him, threw him in a, a hotel. I mean, a fucking mental facility and pumped him full of drugs. He will never be heard from But again. Sam, the queen loves children. Yeah. She thinks they're delicious. Yeah. Dude, Whoa. she got busted with body parts, I thought, in her fucking refrigerator, which is probably not true, but still <laughs> funny as fuck. You got Ann Coulter trying to tell everybody, oh, dude, they're not powerful at all. Dude, there's a reason why everybody takes a fucking knee when that chick comes through. There's a reason why she, I mean, dude, Where's her fucking money coming from? Oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, owning everything. 
only I mean, dude, there is it's an good argument. To be the queen. There is an argument that she still technically owns all of North America, all of the UK, all of Australia, all of New Zealand. A strong a, argument. A strong argument. There is actually a belief that the the, the make a deal for the thirteen <laughs> states. Wow, there's thirteen fucking royal. There's thirteen Ooh. family uh, bloodlines, and there just happens to be thirteen new states. Gotcha. Thirteen okay. New yeah. That yeah. they made a deal with uh, the royal family that the 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 head of the the family of England would get twenty percent of U.S. tax dollars. Mm. Well, I mean, you go back, man. You like the 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 Windsor family is not actually even English. They're, They're actually German. Germanic, like that Saxe Coburg Gotha. Like it's actually some old Germanic shit. I and mean, that's who's like fucking now. at the top of everything. I mean, don't even get me started on Kazarians, dude. Well, then you, like I said, you got your black nobility, dude. There's a lot of players at hand here. That's why I find it so fucking crazy. Like that El Paso thing when it happened, it was just like, oh my God. You know, on all the cylinders, like I said many times that we're going to all be fighting on whether it's race, gender, or fucking politics. It's like, oh, my God, Second Amendment, man. We got to get rid of the guns, and this is all Trump's fault. And you got black folks who are like, oh, my God, look at this, dude. They took him into fucking custody with no issue after he killed all these people, and Eric Prince fucking sells illegal cigarettes, and he gets choked out to death. Like, it creates all these divisive fucking conversations, almost like today, dude, when I, my phone blows up, and it's like Epstein's dead, which we all know what that is symbolic of. But people are just like... Trump did it. Hillary did it. Like, you guys, pump the fucking brakes, dude, yeah. about who you think did it. Yeah. This belies as so much larger, larger conversation yeah. that because we're so, like, caught up in our feels and our opinions just so have us, we're just like, we don't really want to get into the real issues and shit. Because God forbid. It's going I'm to be interesting to find out who made that call to get him off of Suicide Watch. If Who? that happened, if that happened, or even even after this, even if he officially is dead and he killed himself, or if he did was disappeared, how long do you think people are going to keep digging at this, dude? I think it's a fucking wrap. Not to say this was the last hope, because like cats like you and I who fucking go on this pedo shit and for years have been like, you guys are fucking crazy, even though, you know, we, whatever. I don't know if it's a wrap, dude. I, I hope mean, it's not. I seriously, seriously. I think that, I think this is like the most desperate of moves they've ever made. That this was like, they did a move that they had to know would completely destroy the facade of that conspiracy theorists are crazy. Yeah. I mean, dude, Twitter today, I was, I almost wanted to cry like this amazing moment when like, you know, uh, whenever in a movie someone's been fighting for justice and then all of a sudden they just see everywhere everybody's demanding the justice they fought for. I'm not lying to you when I go, my entire fucking timeline was Jeffrey, Ep Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey, there was no, did not, and not one of them was, hey, shit happens. Everyone's like, okay, dude. Yeah. This, yeah, dude. Th we've called them crazy forever. They're right on this. What the fuck is going on? 
I think that's an interesting fucking moment. Epstein was going to be the biggest songbird since John McCain, and yeah. somebody had to put the you know shut him up. And he already had been, but I mean, it's like at this point, <laughs> at this point, it's literally, it's literally, dude. We all fucking bro for weeks we've been talking about this, and we know like the death clock was going, and then like last week it was like all oh, the almost or a couple weeks ago it was like they almost killed him or whatever. It was like you know they're coming from, and now that you know this literally almost this fucking fulcrum. This pivotal human being, Jeffrey Epstein, to all these names, the Black Book, etc. He's gone. So it's like, what now? Literally, what's gonna fucking happen now? Are Real there- quick before we get into that, I want to know. We'll go, Jeffrey. White Jeffrey. We'll go, White <laughs> Jeffrey. Where were you, Jeffrey, when you heard out that Epstein had gotten offed? I had I had stayed up a little bit late last night, and I got up this morning. I'm getting ready to come to St. Louis to see the Ten Foil Hat Comedy Show. And I jumped on my computer real fast, and I you know, checked my timeline, checked my YouTube. Then I went in and saw hit CNN, and I was like, Jeffrey Epstein dead. I thought, oh, am I on, am I on damn Babylon B or something? Yeah. This is a parody. Yeah. But the, he was dead, and the first thing I said was, fuck. Yeah. I was I pissed. Everybody had that reaction. Do you remember where you were when you found out about 9-11? Dude, I wasn't even woke when I found out about 9-11. I was laying in bed again. I sleep a lot, evidently. But my, my, my daughter calls me up and says, they, they just, Grandma says it's Armageddon. They flew airplanes into the Trade Center. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody remembers that. We're, I, I think I'm going to do a movie called Where Were You When It Happened? That's great. Because everybody's got this crazy story. It's Roseanne Barr so far and Eddie Bravo had the two best stories. And I'll tell them, where were you when you found out, Jeffrey? 9-11? Yeah, where were you? Oh, fuck, man. I was living in Chicago, dude. My boy, Jason Reyes, Ray Ray Gambino, hit me up. It, it was, I think it was a text or something. It was like, are you watching the news? And like, I, I forget. If, I think by the time I had tuned in, the first one had gotten hit, but not the second one. So I was there for like the full Monty. And, and honestly, dude, I mean, I, I didn't know that was coming specifically, but I was hip to the whole project to Amer- New American Century, all those writings that oh, were yeah. written about, like, we need a new Pearl Harbor. I knew that these cats, just leading up to it, they were looking for a fucking, they were looking for a boogeyman, dude, and they found it on 9-11, dude. I mean, it was, they, I mean, they did dude, the damn thing. I mean, dude, just think of the psychological warfare that was done at that moment, and, like... That's what has allowed things to go on to this day. Yeah, and people go, dude, oh, what, the government's shooting up a Walmart? I'm like, dude, they flew either planes or drones or they hit with direct energy weapons. That's another podcast. (laughs) But, you know, into a building where some of the greatest financial minds were. And not just, you know fucking white guys there was of all races and creeds jews muslims christians and as we find out all the players behind this the fucking neocons the israelis the saudis and now i've heard some pakistani also in that you know they were the they had people of their elk in that fucking group okay in that fucking building and they did not tell them to fucking not go to work they let those people go there. So if you think that there's that they wouldn't 
get some kid MK Ultra with some brainwave shit and just have him go right in there and start light motherfucker and then have other guys helping him out to get a giant kill rate, then you're a crazy person. I heard it. I was a valet. Guess where I was valet parking at? The fucking standard hotel, which later on has come out to be this fucking shady ass hotel that got busted for dumping a specific kind of acid that is used to dissolve bodies. The the city fucking abuts of them do it, which later on the head accountant and the CEO of the company die in a helicopter crash. <laughs> right? Like that's where I learned about it. And I stayed on at work and I go, why am I still working? Why am I here right now? This shit just went down, and I instantly knew something was up. And even though Eddie Eddie Griffin was a crazy person, and Eddie he, Griffin the comic, yeah, he would go up and do three hours right on stage. <laughs> three hours, nobody wanted. He would bring an entourage of ten people. By the time he got off, the room only had ten people in it. Yeah, but within that three hours, there was always about thirty minutes of some fucking brilliant shit. And he was breaking down why he goes, this is an inside job. He goes, dude, Nordic, Nor- NORAD, Norad, if your flight goes off like yeah. three degrees or something, boom, jet fighters out. Dude, these guys were just like fucking doing laps around the country. And well, nobody I mean, did- dude, if you listen to Webster Tropley shit, there were so many simultaneous war games being played that were just like. You know what I mean? Simulating the very same things, things hitting the fucking towers. I mean, it was it, there's, there's so much there, man. And yeah. it's unfortunate that we still double down. Even going back to the JFK, JFK shit, man. It's just like, we I still have- double down on the fucking Oswald shit, man. There ain't no really fucking real truth coming from the club, dude. It's all doing the same shit they've I always done. I think it's two things. I don't think people are dumb. I think people are one. People aren't dumb. I don't they're, think so. They're trustworthy. Yes. And they don't want to believe that they are supporting fucking scumbags and two dude uh they're scared to to think that there's real monsters out there like that so it's better to to, what's the old saying it's like people prefer comforting lies over unsettling truths (laughs) that's exactly what's going on here but i feel like today changes that and maybe i'm wrong but i just feel like today was different it was definitely a pretty big watershed fucking moment because like we said we've been talking about Pedo gay, pizza gay. Does Hillary Clinton run a fucking pizza thing in D.C.? No. But we're talking about this global trafficking of human beings. And not only just that, if that's not even bad enough, we're talking about the ritualistic abuse of them, which goes into another larger esoteric conversation about the utilization of dark arts, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, this this has been going on for a long time, dude. And like I said, even the body parts of people, it's, I mean... Nothing is as it seems, dude. And I no. don't I don't try to just like stay in that world and just like it's all bad because, you know, even like tonight, man, meeting you for the first time face to face, me and San Tripoli. Yeah. We've talked many times on the phone, et cetera, but this is our first day actually meeting, you know, just like getting together with my homeboys, my homeboy, Ken Calcaterra, my boy, Jeff, who you just met, introduced me to tonight with the Christian uh, Christian whistleblowers. I mean, it's this is the this is the love, the tribe, man. We got to keep it. It together. is a wonderful time to be doing what I'm doing because we are we are right. We've been right, 
Everybody else would jump out. And I say the more the merrier. I mean, I, it's one thing. There's not enough conspiracy podcasts, in my opinion. And new ones pop up. I'll, I'll fucking do whatever I can to help your podcast to the best of my and ability. We, we need this to be having these conversations, straight. dude. We need to be having these conversations. Like, dude, like fucking. I, I was obviously so huge. It's usually stoked to meet you and Eddie. But like, you know, when you went up on the stage and like I'm sitting here talking to Eddie and like. We went in just like I expected to go in with fucking Eddie. Like you know what I mean? It's like we had an interesting conversation that we we that could probably go hours longer. But I mean, dude, I just love contrarian thinkers, man. People who are just not necessarily just drinking the fucking Kool Aid. I'm not the banana here. And the tailpipe. Can I throw something out on that? Do line? it for it. So I noticed something with President Trump going back to Parkland. Okay. And I did some study on this, and I did some research on this, and Trump. And I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming from back in my sales days. So it doesn't mean I'm trying to, you know, mind screw everybody. But I listen to to speech. I listen to to patterns of speech. I listen to emphasis of speech. And if you go back to Trump, all the way back to Parkland, Trump was starting to hit on this mental health theme. And Trump is saying, these, yes, it, it's bad, but we have to remember it's mental health. These people are mentally ill. And he'll say it three or four or five times within 10 or 12 seconds. Here's my question. Is Donald Trump signaling to agencies in the dark left, in the dark state, that are involved in employing MKUltra type mind control towards American citizens, is he signaling to them, listen, I know that you're fucking with people's mental health and you're weaponizing people and you guys can either stop it yourselves or I'm going to stop it for you. And every one of these shooters has been under high uh, psychiatric care, psychiatric drugs, psychotropic drugs. They've been under mental health care. So if he can get to where these people can't get guns, he can eliminate the MK Ultra's stooges and MK Ultra's um, seeds. Yeah, is he really smarter than maybe we, we even think he is, dude? That's the whole thing. It's, it's like everybody, at least I have, have been, and some of the people I know have been reluctant to kind of be like, yeah, dude, this guy's smart, and everybody else. And we've been very reluctant. We because we've been burnt before. But there are things that we've talked about where it's like this dude's playing on a level and it might not just be him. He might be having some very smart people that are the ones who basically helped him get elected fucking telling him what's playing out right now. But, you know, the sign, the, the, the hiring of Acosta, which looked like the biggest fuck up is actually the most smartest move we've ever seen because what it did man is it loud fucking he knew that the media was going to come after him on it it's almost like he's a time traveler sam (laughs) triple right so dude so he hires Acosta, knowing that this deal this sweet deal was given knowing that the media is looking for a reason to crucify him and they're gonna use that as a reason to say he's a bad guy but what he really got them to do is ensure that fucking that guy Never left fucking prison. Now, here we are. Is he dead? Is he not dead? Now we're bringing back to your point earlier, White Jeffrey, okay? <laughs> that, that is this a Trump move to get this guy out of prison? Because what we've heard out of prison into safety may 
a deal has been made, right? We've heard that's what's going on with Julian Assange, that he is actually not uh, going to be tried or anything, but this is the way they could keep him away from people that would off him. You have to have a lot of faith in this shit to want to believe that, right? Hanging out on the island with Bruce Lee and uh, Jimi Hendrix. and, yeah. <laughs> and right? Back in the day, that was Fine kind of the thing. Right? But, I, but Ken Lay, Ken Lay, you know, he was... Huge part of Enron, and then all of a sudden, right before he's about to get indicted or you know go to trial or whatever, he went up having heart attack. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. There's, but, I mean, you know, the federal witness federal witness protection program is real. We don't know if these but guys you guys that criteria, say but he's in a witness protection. program. I know. I'm just because saying they will. We do hunt know that down. exists. We do know. Yeah, yeah. Unless they fuck up like Henry Hill and just like you just can't stop fucking up. Like you know, when he that's part of what he put him on blast when he was. Throwing into the oh, you know, protection program like, in Nebraska. Dude, he just kept fucking up. If you fucking touch one kid, you won't even make it to trial. You'll be dead before you fucking even get done fucking that kid. Okay? They're gonna, they'll, uh, but is this a way to get that him out of the system? I mean, because dude, we've all... I mean, like, let's break down what happened here. This guy was in a Supermax, and we've seen... Like, someone sent out a picture Is that of, a Supermax? That 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 Federal Bureau a, of Prisons little spot in Manhattan? Yeah, they say they that's, like, like, some kind of fucking super high-end. Okay. That's what they're saying. And I called them held? today, dude. I literally got on the horn with them today. I'm like, hey, man, are we going to get a press conference? And You did were, that. That is amazing. They were quite rude. Well, fuck, I just, you know, I wanted to... Dude, I'm telling you, when I... I heard about this shit this morning. I Tell was, them what you did. I was not pleased, dude. When I my phone blew up, dude, and I was I work late, dude, so my fucking phone blew up, and I'm just like, God, did somebody die? Like my thought was, I'm like, did like a family member die? Like I have a brother going through some hell shit, and shout out to my boy K Dub, he's doing very well. But it's you know, I was just like, holy shit. So I checked my thing, and it was like Epstein dead. You called it Epstein dead, and I'm just like. Fuck, dude! This was guy. This he's the apex of all of this, man. He's almost at the fulcrum in knowing where all these bodies are fucking buried. So I was just like, oh, somebody, you know, if he's on suicide watch, and that just is a term to all of us. But suicide watch means they have fucking certain temperature gauges as to if your body goes below a certain temperature, you can't lay a certain way. There's, I mean, twenty four hour camera surveillance. There's no way this guy should have been fucking who committed suicide on suicide watch like i said my little bit tonight that's like a lifeguard sitting back watching a kid drown right in front of me like oh this little fucker's not staying afloat too well like you know well it's kind of like suicide watches uh they watch him commit watch suicide him. <laughs> yeah. but it's like at the end of the day like new th these guys whoever it is whether it's the feds or the state they have some explaining to do dude how did this happen this gentleman is on suicide watch, dies of suicide, who just attempted to commit suicide two or three weeks ago. We, we need to see some, some video or something. Less than 24 hours So I'm sorry, after. to answer your question, I called them and I said, yo, I, I mean, I, I just said I was with press or whatever because I just asked questions like you were with press. And they shifted me around to all these different outlets. And the finally person I talked to, two people I talked to, I'm like, do we have any information on a possible press conference to explain the whole Epstein situation? And they're like, hey, I'll transfer you to somebody. And the dude I asked that question to after he transferred me hung up on me. <laughs> so I couldn't get any answer as to whether. But they said, I want to find today there's going to be no body and there's going to be no press conference as to what happened. There's going to be Another, no body? Yeah, they're not going to present anybody. But at the, at the end of the day, what they said today is he went, he didn't just die in the jail. They took him to a hospital and he was proclaimed dead there. By so the that, way, that's the same shit that happened to Seth Rich. He made it to the hospital. 
and they fucking people need off to go hit up the hospital to get some paperwork on it because it's like they can't just bury it, dude. Who who was presented in that in that particular hospital declared dead? If it was oh boy, then it's oh boy, and somebody tapped We're, him out. Okay, it's gonna Will be we like see an open casket funeral for Epstein. No, they are. I mean, like, dude, I think they're gonna cremate. Yeah, I was gonna that say they'll cremate him. Fuck yeah, dude. They'll cremate. Which that is even another I mean, Osama red bin Laden. That guy. Ah, oh, did we got eyes oh, in the water? The, while they pass red flags on us for saying weird shit on the internet, we can't admire or not admire, but notice these red flags of like, what? The camera didn't work. What? You're gonna cremate oh, him? Yeah. What? There's no video. Like here we are. Our, our what is this? The the third thing now in the last two years that major events in fucking high end facilities. Now, I know people think I'm crazy saying that about Walmart, but I mean, there are cameras everywhere in Walmart. And again, magically, cameras weren't working. All we get is this like 8-bit grainy fucking, you know, 70s porn video type style. It's like, give me a break, dude. You're exactly right, dude. Everything is on camera anymore, but all we get of this cat. And then there's no word of the other three individuals who... When you, I forget the name of the, the woman I wrote it down to, but it, her and her daughter, they saw three or four people walking in, and you know that was that completely got buried. Jeffrey, what do you got against seventies porn, bro? Yeah. There's nothing against seventies porn. But I'm just saying, when you start talking about that analog VHS shit, unless you done clean the heads on your VHS player, you're gonna see it all grainy. You can make Ron Jeremy commit suicide. No, yeah. dude, I, I love me some Ginger Lynn, son. Yeah, Come on dude, now. who doesn't? Those girls were trailblazers, dude. dog. <laughs> Tori Wells, dude. I thought I, I heard you guys like dropping a top. Tori Wells, Tory in my Wells opinion, was, top five. Dude, straight dude, up. Christy right? Canyon. Yeah. Uh, do you know Christy she's Canyon. Armenian? I don't care she what really? she is. She's Armo, dog. I, I heard. I heard you, Sam. You had dropped Tori Wells on there, and that's like such an old school gem. And I do Tori Wells because she, in my opinion, was the first ever insanely hot chick to do porn. You're like, most of them look like they were out of options. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Tori Wells, uh, Tor I'm like, dude, you are next level hot. Why are you doing porn? And this was the beginning of, now it's like everybody does porn now. Right, like Everybody's right. a porn star. Well, it, and honestly, I mean, and not patting myself on the back, it just reminded me of a bunch of chicks that I dated in high school who were like, you know, these kind of hot chicks at the hot high school who were like publicly like, no, I don't do that. But like when you get them at the crib, it's like, oh my God, you're on some Tori Wells shit. Yeah, you're on some Tori Wells it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful uh, thing. I feel really bad that I don't know who Tori Wells is. No, yeah. you should, and you shouldn't. You honestly shouldn't. I mean, honestly, when Sam had said that, it was like, dude, that's some, that's some, not really deep, but I mean, like your Tori Wells, your Ginger Lynn, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, what do we got? Okay. But I mean, yeah, you're you're good, dude. You're not a degenerate like saying yeah, myself. Yeah, sorry. dude. It's, I mean, like, it, uh, my, my level of porn star knowledge is like today. It's Asia so Asia a, Akira. Oh yeah, dude. She's that's a different podcast. We'll have a podcast. <laughs> I know everybody's saying, are they? If you know Asia really Akira. You, you know what I'm waiting for? Conspiracy porn or porn conspiracy? Hot. They do that. Porn chicks talking conspiracy. Oh, dude, there you I, go, Sam. dude, Asa carries a huge conspiracy theorist. Oh well, God, dude, what's we're, we need a, a, a another tour? Here's what's going on, dude. I think today, I I mean, I know it sounds crazy. My brother called me up, and we, me, I had a little feud with my uh, my my mother and my brother over this conspiracy shit. Like they got really, mad, and my brother got really mad uh, because he saw me. Flipping off the George Bush Sr. 
fucking statue in Houston, which I, I will I do that, yeah, every yeah. time I see that fucking too, thing. With both hands. All right? I will flip it off for the damage that guy's Could done. Could you pee on it without getting arrested? But I might mean, actually take getting arrested and pee on it. I, I might do that. You, but that, that's that that particular... I remember when I saw that, dude. That is so very illustrative and representative of the kind of divide that's going on within our family. Just like George Bush was... Whatever narrative, that mainstream narrative, without even kind of broaching into that other side... I mean, it's just the weird thing of people don't quite get the the underside of, of politics. They think it's yeah. all so fucking Mayberry, you know, and it's like, no, dude, they're people just like us. And it's like, yeah, and dude, they've just been at the center of almost, I mean, they've almost been at like every single traumatic event that has happened from JFK on. The Bushes have been in town for every one of those things. They were there at night uh, at fucking the JFK assassination. They w- had dinner with Hinckley's family the mm. day before Reagan got shot. And they the the Bilderberg group was literally doing a, a gala with their special uh, guest of honor, the Bin Laden family. The Bin Laden family. You're like fucking with us at this point. See, well, that was the family that couldn't. That, that that was the only family to fly out of right. the United States on 9/11 was the Bin Laden family. That's when Trump first got my attention. Do you remember that debate? Jeb's up there, old low energy Jeb, talking about my brother protected this nation, and Trump says, "Excuse me, but wasn't your brother in the White House when they?" When the Twin Towers came down, yeah. I wouldn't call that protecting this nation. Dude. I'm like, oh, this guy's for real. Yeah. And Who said that? Trump. Trump. In the oh. debate. That's like, dude, that people wanted that hot sauce. Dog. But he also said, instead of saying it was the dancing Israelis that he saw dancing, he said like the dancing Arabs. Yeah. So like, you know. That's the whole thing. Like, listen, dude, we have hope against hope. We do. Because he is doing this shit with this pedophile shit but then there's this zionist stuff that we see him doing that we have to hope is part of this mind trick because if you fuck israel dude or the military industrial complex that's a fucking long walk on a short pair pier yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, absolutely. like that's absolutely. not going to go long so if you can hold that off for as long as you can, that is a hope. I'm not saying it's real. I, I mean, no, no. That I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I, I know this is I'm the third rail. No one. No, I mean that's 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 the third rail. No one wants to fuck with. Like by way of deception, thou shalt make war. It's like you're most effectively socially engineered when you don't even realize you're being socially engineered. And for this particular region in the world, where you would call them Zionists or whatever, you know, right wing, it's not even just if I have an issue. issue Neocon Zionists, exactly. But, 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 but to, to qualify that, real law, it's all the same. I'm immediately going to be called anti-Semitic. So if I have if I have an issue with the Russian government, I'm not or Putin, I'm not anti-Russian. If I have an issue with the American government, I'm not anti-American. If I have an issue with the Mexican, I mean, it's the same with Israel. The, the the certain aspects of the Israeli government have been a part of some wicked wicked shit. It, especially as it relates to steering our foreign policy, dude. I mean, we start talking about 9-11. You cannot remove the Mossad and, you know... You cannot remove the Mossad. You when you can. find out the Black Cube Intelligence Agency was in charge of security on that... F- on that or, facility, even even just like I said, understanding who was in charge of the neocons, and even like your John Bolton's today, you know your Douglas Fife, your 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 Armitages, your Wolfowitzes back in the day. It's like 
it's not about anti-Semitism. It's just like being adults and just recognizing this game. It's chess, man. It's not checkers. Let's just call it what the fuck it is yeah. instead of just like making it seem like you're some evil person for just like, oh, wow, here's what's going on in the world. And well, that's identity politics. That's all. That's all it is. That's what I'm saying. And because we're so extremely tribalistic, like we defend our tribe fucking, you know, tooth or nail. Like we don't even like want to. Yeah, there's a lot, lot to Dude, it. That's why I've been saying we, black conservatives are the most fucking punk rock shit in the longest time <laughs> because they go out and they're like, fuck this narrative that we've been shoved down our throats. And that's why I fucking respect that. And then there's this woman out of New York who started this group called, you know, uh, Jews against like, you know, Israeli occupation, all that stuff. And it's like, again, my girlfriend's a Jew. Her family's Jewish. I love them all with all my heart. I know many israelis they're some of the nicest people i've ever met like dude you cannot defend somebody you don't fucking know because they quote unquote are part of your tribe you can't do that right that is the the sickness that is passed down from generation to generation like i always say next my next door neighbor growing up tony i'm not gonna say his last name but like (laughs) at one point we were kids he came up and he goes if anybody calls you a fucking I forgot what the term was for Italian. A fucking... A WAP. A, a, that's it. If anybody calls you a WAP, you fucking fight them. I know and I go, the, why? I know the derogatory terms. Why do I fight? Why? He goes, I don't know. But that's just what we do. Exactly. And I go, that's the dumbest shit I've ever... <laughs> even as a kid, I go, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And But that is what's going on. There is a fucking passing down of this fucking shit where people fight wars for shit they weren't even alive for and they fucking fight it on and they defend people they've never lived listen dude i hate to tell everybody but there were jewish people in those fucking towers and that these Mossad agents who lit it up with fucking uh explosives knew that yeah, I mean, that was definitely a larger, larger foreign policy plan. I mean, if you want to go, I mean, if people don't want to fucking really trip on it, I mean, don't trip on it. But look at uh, the, the massacre of Diyar Yassin. This, this went down before Israel was actually a state. You got individuals like Menachem Begin, who was unapologetically part of Ergun, which is a terrorist or terrorist organization. If you look at the massacre of Diyar Yassin. You look at the fucking uh, King... Uh, King James Hotel, I think it was fucking anyway. But they were like, yeah, we fucking. You look at all of them. They they killed Jews, they killed Arabs, they killed Americans. Menachem Begin, who ran, who was one of the tops of fucking Ergun, became the prime minister of Israel. I mean, so it's just like you guys have to understand, dude. Look at uh, Ehud, not Ehud Barak. Um, 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 God, who's the guy who died? Ehud Barak. Uh, fuck. No, it's no, no, no. Anwar Sadat? Not Anwar Sadat, dude. Um, he he was going to. He had a stroke. Anyways, he was he would lower no. he lowered over. What the- you're talking about Sharon? No, the guy who was like one day he's like, dude, the Palestinians. Where this is an occupation, and the next day no, that's that's home. Yitzhak Rabin. I think Yitzhak Yitzhak Arafat. No, fuck. Anyway, Man. anyway, he wound up having a stroke, but he was a part of like genocide that happened in Sabra and Shatila. But my point is, like, no one wants to point out these like wicked things that went down by one of our biggest allies in the Middle East, the same as fucking Saudi Arabia. Like one of the owners of fucking uh, the UFC, uh, Ari Ari uh, Emanuel. Yeah, his dad was part of Ergun, who's he's brothers with um, Ari Emanuel or. 
Rahm Emanuel in Chicago. Like their oh. dad was one of the heads of Ergun, the fucking terrorist organization oh, that did all shit. this shit over there. I mean, whatever. It's just what it is. But no one wants to call that out. Everyone. I mean, it's, it's all super fucked right now. How the narrative is, dude. Like you just did, bro. Called it out. But I'm not the only fucking one. But I'm. It's always this secondary. It's over here. We always hear like this Palestinian or whatever, whatever it is, blew up such and such. They don't talk about what what events might have precipitated that. Dude, and We're talking about cats with nuclear arms against cat with like slingshots and stones and, and whatever, dude, whatever. If you don't think Hamas could easily fit the whole fucking the playbook of controlled opposition, ISIS, Al Qaeda, these are all paid for villains, dude. That's what I'm saying. People don't give do your fucking homework. Hamas was founded essentially by the Israeli government as yeah. a buffer yeah. for the PLO. And I mean, it's all chess, dude. It's not fucking checkers. Even Hezbollah, that's a Lebanese organization. It's more like I mean, Monopoly because you're taking territories, right? It, that's essentially what it is. But when the narrative is like, oh, they're just fucking terrorists, these kids are blown. It's just, you know, we need, we need to get real with the fucking conversation and the role essentially that Zionists have in running, you know, you know, the Trump organization, et cetera, et cetera. We got five minutes left on this power podcast. I and I'm not a fucking anti-Semitic dude. Dude, Semi you're not. Semiticism literally means a group of languages that Hebrew is just one part of. You got Arabic and all this other shit. So just they're hijacking the language. So dude, it's like I love Jews. I wouldn't know where my life would be without the Jews. It, it's uh, well, you're a Jewish shill and you're one of my best friends. Yeah, I mean, like I'm Armenian. <laughs> I'm nine nine cents or Jew. Okay, I know you're it not. Just, it's just like I love it, man. It's just that is a psyop done. To create so people can't question a narrative. Absolutely. And it's dead. And it's like, you know what? Get at me, homeboy, because I ain't fucking playing that shit. The next fucking person I fuck over is the first person I fuck over. So that's how I fucking roll. <laughs> I love up. everybody, dude. And that's that's not my line. I got from my favorite radio show on fucking 570, uh, Petros and Money. Uh, the last five minutes, wh what do you think happens here? Black Jeffrey. <laughs> Not biracial Jeffrey. But a lot of love in this room. Biracial I mean, Jeffrey. Listen, can't be just black Jeffrey. It's got to be on biracial. So you see how it works? Just, he yeah. throws it to black Jeffrey, and the white by Jeffrey just takes over <laughs> like the white motherfucker always. No, but I mean, dude, Sam, straight up, dude, thank you for coming to St. Louis. Thank you for asking me to be, you know, part of the show here tonight. I hope they have us back. I, you know, of course they will, dude. You know, they just, game recognizes game, but, you know, like I woke up today hearing all this crazy news and the work that we do, dude, it's so very thankless and we're oftentimes told how fucking crazy we are or how we're off base. And I don't really try to suck my own dick about how fucking 100% right I am all the time. Yeah. I'm Speaking just of a, Ron Jeremy. I'm just a critical thinker, dude. And I'm trying to exchange ideas with cats like you. Cats like everybody I try to come in contact with. Even Eddie Bravo tonight talking about how the fucking <laughs> earth is flat. There is no space. I listen to my dude, man. And I didn't just shut him down. And I think we just need to do more of that, man. Have more of these exchanges of conversations have our opinion don't let our opinion have us be like fucking bruce lee said man be water my friend be like water be water dude so i love you man i well, love dude, you so that much that is that is what is a black belt in conspiracy <laughs> not that you agree with everything but you can hear it and your head doesn't explode and you run around like the sky's on fire no okay That's you want to come at me and tell me how you think michelle obama's a dude I'll listen to it. Not my thing. I'm not into it. Don't believe it. But I'll listen to it. Got Joan Rivers killed, maybe? Maybe. It's possible. She was old as fuck. 
She was. And, and she's slicing one dicing too many, shit at some one point. Too many, uh, There's no more slicing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, but answer the question. Well, how do you think it ends? How do you, what happens from here? I think, unfortunately, I, th- I, mean, I I'm, I'm the eternal pessimistic dude. I mean, I've just never seen any accountability from any of this crazy shit that we know has been happening. So I'm thinking with this death, it's going to be swept under the rug. The NFL season is starting in fantasy football and keeping up with the Kardashians and the same very shit that has kept us distracted forever will continue to keep us distracted because, you know, with the death of somebody like uh, in Epstein, who was the fulcrum, really kind of linchpin of a lot of this. And unless a Jisling Maxwell or somebody else gets indicted, that, I think it's that, a matter of time she gets fucked well, off. Or, or off. Like I said, the death watch is on her, too. But unfortunately, I mean... As sad as it is, and that's what had me fucking in my feels all day today, this is just going to be another death that covers up some of the most wicked shit that we could possibly even begin to imagine that will allow all of this madness to continue to transpire. All right, all right. White Jeffrey. White Jeffrey here. I'm the Whiter Jeffrey. I'm the eternal optimist. And I worked for Pat Buchanan and Pat Buchanan's campaigns. Pat Buchanan used to say that the U.S. Congress was Israeli-occupied territory, and he was right. And the U.S. presidency was Israeli-occupied territory. Donald Trump was on the hook for a hundred million for a hundred ten. It was a hundred million dollars personally to twelve banks. Personally, they owned him. They put him in the White House. I've been in Sheldon Adelson's house. That's a long story. They put him in the White House, Ooh, ladies and gentlemen. That's Tulsi. That's Tulsi Gabbard's boy. But listen to this. As he's no bueno. Dude. What has Trump done? Trump gave the embassy back in Jerusalem. Trump recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. With all of their trillions, Adelson and his boys could not have bought those two things. I think Trump gave them those two things, and on the way out of the office, he says, oh, oh, by the way, boys, remember that $100 million I owe you? It's done. It's over. I think Trump is clear and free to navigate, and this is the beginning of Donald Trump, 300-pound gorilla, kicking ass, taking names. Things are changing, folks. Well, hold on. So what, what do you think changes? So he makes good with Israel, right? Or these banks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we all know, I mean, I've said on the show before, I believe Israel is a fucking business transaction uh, fucking cloaked in a religious war. Mm-hmm. So what do you think changes? Does he go after people that maybe, does he go after the people behind 9-11, which could include the people he just fucking helped out i mean do you think any of that happens we can talk about this in another podcast which i think we will fourth of july salute to america that was a cleansing of dark entities out of washington dc cleansing of the china lake situation those weren't earthquakes that was a cleansing and a and a maybe a physical military cleansing the epstein thing we're seeing right now a bill executive order being drafted to force social media to give a social a, a level playing field to both conservatives and liberals, or he's going to yank all of their privileges and their power. I'm telling you, we're about to see the gorilla come out of the cage, and it's going to be what we've always dreamed of is going to happen in the next five years. So. I, 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 I'm I, going to say something, man. And it, it, like, I, I want it, him to pass what the fuck me, he's smoking. You know what? <laughs> pass me Remember what smoking, I said it. That's all I got to say. Well, Remember. All I gotta say and if is I'm like, wrong, I'll be the first one to step up like I feel Sam the same way. Say, I feel the same listen. way. Here's all I'm going to say. As as much as I want to be with you, and, uh, and a dude, it, it is 
I am having an organ reject as I'm just trying to say this. My body is having a, a visceral reaction to the thoughts I'm about to say, which is I agree. It is so hard to come to grips with that. This fucking political position of president is actually going to do something good because in our lifetimes, I mean, since I've been able to vote, we have had the worst of the worst as presidents. Yes. So it is hard for me to think there's not going to be business as usual. But I will say that there are things that are happening that I never in a million years would ever think was happening. That regardless of what you think about Trump, you can say with 100% fucking accuracy, never happened under Obama and never happened under Bill Clinton and never happened under fucking George Bush, which is this move to, even though this death happened today, this movement to fucking rid this pedophilia shit. Which, I mean, whether it is fucking just... I mean, dude, Epstein represents a fucking movement of power structure. Now, whether there are 50 of him in the United States, which people have said there are, there's more than just him. Whatever it is, this guy was the biggest of all that that they... And they got him, and something either happened. Death died... I mean, evil died that day. Or they got him out and it's going to be even nuts. But I will believe that this, with all my heart, that there has been some changes. Uh, I would prefer there be other changes. Endless war, yeah. s give selling arms to fucking Saudi Arabia, and us just basically doing whatever Israel tells us to do. I wish those things would change. But I'm wondering if those things have to take time. And I'm not going to hold my breath on Israel. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to fucking click my heels and I'm going to pray to God that. Or, or, and when you say Israel, I mean, honestly, it's the, the deep great, state of Israel. Fucking the great black lesbian DJ in the sky. The British black lesbian DJ in the sky makes what he said come true because I want it to be true. I want what he's saying to be true. And I'm going to hope against hope just the way I hoped against hope when fucking Obama got fucking elected. And we thought, OK, we got another different dude here and change going to come and change never come. I will always have hope. That but how, how, many, how many times are we going to go into fucking the day before WrestleMania? Like, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of this I know, wrestler. So, I, know. I mean, we do that every four to eight years. We swing that pendulum like, oh, no, no this fuck, fuck, fucker means it this time. I don't want to oh, live no. in a world no, no, where I don't have hope. No, I, I, mean, I like, get it. I, I, I don't want to live but, there. So but what am I to get it almost to your point of like you talk about the simulation. How many times are we going to continue playing the same game? And like in war games, the best way to win is to not play. But we're all playing. We're all participating in the fucking game. So until we're really to be able to like convince folks like, no, this game is a completely manufactured game. This ain't, ain't worth playing. We're going to keep playing it every fucking four to eight years. And we're going to have these conversations like, oh, no, no, no. Obama said this and I, he's that anti-establishment and then eight years go by and like well hold on Trump said this and he's yeah but dude there's things going on right now he's, that he's we've doing never shit. seen absolutely before. absolutely but to me but, there's more there's but almost more. like David Icke said on, on your show and on when we had him like who, who what's going on with the permanent state if right, you will right. the same shit is still going on yeah but hold on I will tell you Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail thing is more the permanent state. 
And we have it's seen. It's like the deep state roster. Yeah, I mean, it like, is. we're talking like. This has been like, going on for a very and long time. On, and, dude, if this FISA shit goes forward, that is more of the. And, dude, this 9-11 inquiry, that's a small thing started in New York, which is where Donald Trump is from. Right? And, dude, when fucking Ted Cruz shit on New York and you saw fucking Donald Trump light that motherfucker up. And I'm not, dude, again, like, it's a visceral reaction as me going, believe the president. It's hard for me to say that. But I will say that there is more being done than we've ever seen happen before. And I think I think people said the same thing when fucking Obama was in office. I'm not, I'm not, I, in my opinion, it's the same fucking train on the same tracks with a different orange. And I could see that point, too, but I'm telling you. There's, I mean, dude, fucking Jeffrey Steen, pedophilia, blackmail, Mossad Island, fucking the FISA, fucking report. But that's, again, the the papers that came out yesterday, they said something about, you know, Bill Richardson, you know, heavy hitter. I'm not, but that's low-hanging fruit, dude. They just gave us nothing. And then they killed the dude who was the fulcrum of the whole fucking thing. Prince Andrew isn't low-hanging. No, you're you're with me. That's a fucking royal family But again, what will happen now? Prince Andrew, Governor Bill Richardson, former U.S. ambassador to the fucking U.N. and all that shit. It's like, what will happen now? It'll, well, it'll, Prince Andrew won't die. They're never going to. No, kill I know, I know, I know that. But I'm just saying this could this could possibly be just a blip in fucking history of like everyone knew and almost like the Awan brothers. Like if everyone's hip to the Awan brothers, these guys were running the hugest fucking espionage ring in Congress, and they get pinched trying to leave the country, but they get indicted for bank fraud, just bullshit. Nothing that they were actually really, well, really that's involved when you get in. The prosecutors, your fucking brother. Exactly, exactly. Then well, people so, look into that. Look into that because that was Debbie Wasserman's brother who processed the case. But that's what I'm saying. It's all this inside baseball, dude. I've said this for fucking years now, dude. They're gonna start pinching the shit that we know is existing, and they're just gonna give us this dumb shit. They're never gonna. They're just gonna appease the masses. With these low hanging fruit. Couldn't agree with you more, dude. I think there is some, but. I just feel like even if like evil just reinvents itself for this one moment, I think what we have seen is an awakening like we've never seen an awakening before. I agree with that. And from this point on, I believe everybody watches with a skeptic eye. A more skeptic. I agree. Because like you said, your timeline blew up. My shit blew I mean, I don't. Dude, it was all like, holy shit. Did you hear this fucker die? Like, whoa. Yeah. How'd they get him? How'd they get him? It was so fucking... It was so insane that they were willing to risk the whole facade being blown up to get this fucking dude or to fake his death. That's that's what honestly really, really fucking incensed me. And I told you about this earlier on a private phone call. They they know we know and they're just rubbing our nose in it and they just don't give a fuck. The more brazen and just kind of like out there they are with it. It's just they don't care, dude. They're really like, what are you going to do about it? What the fuck are you going to do? For sure. Um, where did, can they find all your stuff? It's super simple. All of my heresy, all of my spell heresy because, dude, not everybody's a good speller. <laughs> one stop shopping, the Christian whistleblower on YouTube. I'm Jeffrey Darty. Very proud and happy to be here, and, and it's an honor and a privilege. Well, I'm glad you came out, dude. Uh, people would love to see that you were in the room and they went fucking nuts and they loved your episode. And I'm glad it got traction with my people to find you. 
Absolutely. And that's kind of what the point of this whole thing is. And I'm glad you came and hung out, dude. And hopefully we'll be able to do a show together. Absolutely. Where you, where you can find your stuff, Jeffrey. I know this is on all of our podcasts, but in case. No, that's all right, man. The conspiracyfarm.com and myself and UFC Hall of Famer Pat Miletic. We try to do it at least once a week. Um, time has been tight, man. So we kind of we've been uh, taking, taking some of our Facebook live videos and turning them into shows. But yeah, we're continuing to do the damn thing, man. And, you know, days like today. I've never been one like to run the victory lap. Like, see, I told you, but it's just about, you know, just awake, you know, trying to awaken people, dude. And just the kind of recognition that things just nothing is what it seems, dude, at all. And when we say these things, it's not machinations of our own psychosis. When we talked about two or three years ago at Pizzagate and it's how deep this goes. And even just, you know, like I said, trading in body parts, trading in guns, trading in arms. Our government funding proxy forces to destabilize shit in the world. Like, it's risk, man. This is chess. It's not checkers. So just trying to get people to sign a little I'm bit more on I'm playing ch- chess. I'm playing whatever that game is they played in Othello? the cantina in Star Wars with the little fucking moving things. What's that like? I don't know. I don't even know. That's even higher than chess, dog. Whatever it is, dude. We got to it. step it up, dude. Uh, get Sam, our shit together. At Sam Tripoli, uh, T-R-I-P-O-L-I, Tinfoil Hat Podcast, Punch Drug Sports. Uh, this has been fun, dude. I'm glad we could do this. I know everybody's been asking for this, and uh, you know, traveling made it. I, we I would love to have done something sooner, but we were traveling. But the fact that we could knock this out, Eddie had to go watch. He had a fighter fighting in the UFC fights, so he had to go watch his student. And I respect that. But we had a great time. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we might do a follow up at some point as well. So I, it's just I think things got a whole lot more interesting. I think you're going to be able to have a little more conversation with people about what's going on for real and not have organ rejects and people fucking staring at you like you're crazy. And uh, I think to, the day is a little brighter, even though we he's gone and we're worried that this is going to end it. But I think this opens up to people going, oh, fuck. Something else is going on. I appreciate you guys. Hey, Ken, real quick before we go, can you uh, give them all your shit again too, please? All, all your stuff? Yeah, KenCalcaterra.com, KenCalcaterra on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Spell your last name. C-A-L-C-A-T-E-R-R-A. All right, dude. Uh, thank you guys so Can't much. Can't be killing it. This has been a swap cast. Uh, what a fucking wonderful time Thanks, to be alive. Guys. All right? We're just popping minds like champagne bottles over here, okay? Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.